Welcome back to the latest edition of Let's Do It Live. I'm your host, the People's Commish, and I'm joined by the entire team tonight. We got the Pizza Baron calling in live from Columbus, Ohio, and Mikey the Mush from God knows where, uh, probably some bar in Royal Oak, Michigan. Yeah, th- thanks for having us, Andrew. Uh, sorry about my hiatus last week. Uh, you know, sometimes when you got a kid to take care of, uh, it's out of your hands, but He's letting me get back into it. He knows it's an important time in sports right now. <laughs> I hope he's helping you with your lock of the week. I mean, yeah, it can't, absolutely. It can't be any worse. Week. There's got to be a reason that I'm leading. I'm leading the pack. Yeah. Picks. Either that or you got a uh, bat line for the Schwab and, mm. and he's just feeding you lines all yep. week. Who's feeding you lines? Uh, <laughs> the penguin, the guy, Dustin Johnson at the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> the world needs grave diggers too. All right. Yep. I've always so, thought about joining the priesthood. <laughs> all right, Mikey, how about you tell the listeners where everyone stands through week five? Well, you are sharpening your number two pencils. At least that's what you should be doing. Um, the pizza Baron has a solid lead. I'm both of us. He is 18 and 12, while you and myself are 12 and 18. But when we dig deeper into the standings, the Pizza Baron's locks are four and one, indicative of his record, while mine are three and two, and yours are one and four. So you are actually trailing two in the tiebreaker. Yeah. The lock of the week's like a money ball. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, it can't get anything worse than uh, the Americans over in Paris during the Ryder Cup. So at least I got that to ha- hang my hat on. We're not even going to touch that. Patrick Reed should just curl up in a ball and steal some graphing calculators and just call it a day. Well, he is good at stealing. This is true. All right. So we got a. I don't know. Is it a good slate <laughs> that we're going through this weekend? Couple of top uh, twenty-five matchups. Mikey the Mush, lead us off. Tell us who we're picking, and let the People's Commission, the Pizza Bear, just struggle. Yeah, just to make up picking, some content. So to do yeah. This any longer. Yeah. Yes. I got. Okay. I got some Netflix to watch and some Lacroix to drink. So I'd really like to get mm-hmm. on with my night. Gee, what? Sorry, what Brad. Lime, of course. Essence of lime. Oh, okay. Good for you. No. Hey, thanks. My hero, my hero's on TV. I have to go back to watching him. Um, okay, so you said ranked games. We'll start there. Uh, Red River rivalry, number 19, Texas, number 17, Oklahoma. It's the first game of the day at noon. Oklahoma is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. All right, I'll start it off. So I actually did some research. Like, that's going to help me out. But I found that Oklahoma – Oklahoma scored on 89.5% of their trips to the red zone this year. Obviously, we saw what Kyler Murray did after having his, what, one series suspension for being late to practice on a Friday. Seven TDs, six passing, one rushing. I'd say, you know, that keeps him in the Heisman hopes. Texas is not back, despite what all the media outlets say and Tom Herman. So I say Kyler Murray and the Oklahoma Sooners win and cover. Oh, God. As much as, like, I know you just suck at what you're doing, um, unfortunately, I agree with you. I don't think Texas is back either. 
Uh, I, I think that Oklahoma is going to blow them out. So I'm just going to keep it short and simple, and uh, I'm, I'm taking Oklahoma. You're both wrong. I'm Herman. It could be wrong to kiss your kids on the lips, but I'm going to kiss Texas on the lips this week. They've covered <laughs> – they over the last five games in this meeting, they're not the good, they're not the better team, obviously, but they're going to keep it close. Give me the on the hook, Texas plus seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> the kissing the kids on the lips was an all time line. Yeah, I like that. So now a little bit closer to a team that we both know, or all three of us know. I'm sorry. We'll go Maryland at number fifteen, Michigan. Michigan is laying in an outstanding 17 and a half points here. PB, lead us off. Uh, I don't think you guys need to know where I stand. They, I am the Michigan mush. That's what I'm riding with. I took Northwestern last week. Northwestern easily covered. Thankfully for us, Michigan still pulled out the W, so it was a win-win for me. That's, that's just so sweet. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Maryland uh, plus 17 and a half. Just, just stay true to my roots. And uh, hopefully Michigan wins by two touchdowns. And uh, we got another win-win going this week. All right. I'm going to disagree respectfully, of course. Um, Michigan is two and three against the spread. And I think they're kind of like the Jeff Fisher of teams against the spread. They need to stay around 500. So this is one of those weeks that they win big and give us hope of them covering the spread going forward. But they'll just hover around 500 for the remainder of the year. Shea Patterson will have a huge game. I imagine a couple passing, a couple throwing touchdowns. And I don't. I think it's going to be an absolute blowout. So I got Michigan big. I would like to preface this pick by saying RIP and P uh, to the Maryland fans and their offensive linemen. But uh, Harbaugh, owns a lot of real estate in DJ Durkin's head. Michigan is actually covers at home. They get, they actually score in the first half instead of getting blown out in the first half. So I'll take Michigan minus 17 and a half as well. Third game. We'll keep it. We'll keep it in the state of Michigan and Northwestern going to number 20, Michigan state and Michigan state is minus 10 and a half. Uh, you mean, mean Northwestern's minus 10 yeah. and a half. Yeah. No, 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 no. Michigan, Michigan State. State is minus ten and a half. Michigan's oh, no. Oh, favorite. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. Yep, you're right. Co- coming from the kid that can't pick shit from a bucket, doesn't know what a favorite <laughs> and a dog. I'll go ahead and lead us off. Uh, I think Michigan State has looked um, less than spectacular this year. Um, I will never pick them ever, unless I'm trying to reverse jinx myself, which is kind of my thing as you all know but uh i'm feeling really good about northwestern in this game uh they played michigan tough i don't think michigan state is better than michigan granted they're at home but i think northwestern they got a good run game uh i I think they're going to keep this one close i think michigan state if anything will squeak one out and win by a field goal so i'm taking northwestern plus ten and a half so, fun fact, Brian Lewerke leads the Big Ten in turnovers so far this year. So, they got that going for him. Um, I thought about taking Michigan State, you know, with Northwestern being deflated from giving up a 17-point lead against the Wolverines last weekend in Evanston. But 
I think Clayton Thorson and the Wildcats play Michigan State tight. Michigan State wins, but Northwestern covers. Uh, PC, can you put in a an alarm sound? Because we have a consensus. Thank you. you. We have a consensus alert. I'm also taking Northwestern plus 10.5. Northwestern has won the last two in this game straight up. They've covered the last seven in East Lansing. They've covered the last five on the road. This series is 12 and 2 against the spread in the last 14. And I'm rolling with Northwestern plus 10.5. I'm glad we got a stat guy here. Yeah. Two idiots picking, grasping at straws. You're welcome. And we will now move out of the state of Michigan to a ranked game. Uh, well, depending on which poll, I think they're both ranked. But number five, LSU, go Tigers, against number 22, Florida. The line is down to Florida plus one and a half. PC, lead it off. All right, so. The LSU Tigers have won the last two meetings against Florida down in Gainesville in the swamp. Um, I think Joe Burrows is a solid quarterback for Coach O, um, but they have another big road test, obviously. Um, it's almost like a pick em here, but I'm going to go LSU by a field goal. Um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and agree with PC here. LSU's kind of exceeded my expectations so far this year, and I think they're going to keep rolling. Coach O's got that nice red face, real intimidating on the sidelines. They got a good run game. Um, I don't see them losing this game. That would just completely put their season in shatters. Um, so I'm, I'm taking LSU all day. Sound the alarms. Hold that tiger. LSU minus one and a half. Our fifth game of the week is number 16, Notre Dame, going to Blacksburg, Virginia, against number 24, and Virginia Tech is getting six and a half points. Start us PB, PB. started off. PB, um, as much as it pains me to say it, I mean, after what Stan, or what, I'm sorry, Notre Dame did the stand for last week. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to take Notre Dame in this matchup. Uh, I know they're on the road, but I, I feel like they're they're looking really solid this year, and uh, I just don't feel comfortable betting against them at this point. All right. Um, first thing I want to bring up is Virginia Tech lost to Old Dominion earlier this year, which was the biggest upset in division one football since app state Appalachian state beat Michigan in the big house uh, in 2007. So I just wanted to bring up old wounds for us Wolverines, but her open old wounds, um, Notre Dame, I, this hurts me to say they looked quite good. Like the PB said, um, against Stanford, uh, they've looked really good since they switched over quarterbacks over to Ian book, but, with that big win against Stanford in South Bend last week, this is just poised to be a letdown game. However, Notre Dame wins, but Virginia Tech covers. I'm taking the Hokies and the points. Wow. I'm so glad you changed your pick because I was not agreeing with you four times in a row. What a turn of events. <laughs> I, have go- I have gone against Notre Dame three times this year. Lost against them every time. 
I'm switching it up. I'm going Notre Dame minus six and a half. And that there's the mush right there. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> if it, but then if it doesn't work, away. just just bet with them. Yeah. Then again, Andrew picked Virginia Tech, and he's the bigger mush. So that's true. Yep. At least I have a different moniker. Like people, I am the People's Commission, not Mikey the Mush. So. So. Nice. But, People's Commission of what? You haven't won anything. People's Commission of uh, <laughs> that's why I'm the people- losing. Lackluster uh, golf bowls of satirical yeah. of satirical commentary and losing. That's what I'm. Well, that's good. Out. Yeah, it's weird because I got my nickname for winning everything that you commissioned, so that's okay. Jesus Christ! Speaking so of hurtful. Stanford, though, who's your lock of the week? <laughs> I'm gonna switch it up. Um, Ooh, shot from the hip. Yep. So. SMU SMU has lost all their games by an average of 26 points this year. They're playing UCF, who is a 24-point favorite. I think the trend continues. UCF wins big and covers the 24 points. So that's my lock of the week. All right, I'll move on with my lock of the week. We're going to keep it in the Big Ten. Uh, We got Wisconsin hosting Nebraska. Um, I'm seeing... Mike, you might have a different line. I'm seeing Wisconsin uh, minus 17. Uh, Nebraska yep. is terrible this year. Um, they lost games against Troy, Purdue. They lost by 46 to Michigan. Um, I think on the road in Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin has something to prove. They're going to w- blow them out. Uh, there's no chance that they lose or that they win by less than 17. Ooh, saying no chance. I like the number 17 because I'm taking Washington State minus 17. They are at Oregon State. It's a 9 p.m. Eastern kickoff. Washington State's 5-0 against the spread this year. And Oregon State is 0-6 against the spread in their last pack, their last six Pac-12 games. Riding the streak. Mike Leach is a psycho. I take Washington State minus 17. <laughs> I, I never would have guessed that Mikey would have picked a late game. You're, nope. you're yeah. just uh, you have to you uh, have ride or die with it. You have to bet from sun up to sundown. Exactly. That's what like I we said. start. Our first game starts at noon, and then the last game is at nine. So I have the whole day, you know, to cover or find you know spots. And Hawaii kicks off at eleven fifty nine. So if we're in a hole, go there. Mm. <laughs> if we're in a hole. Hammer Hawaii against yeah. Wyoming. Patriot. We're starting above ground this week. We got uh, we got quite the duel. Uh, Navy and Air Force play this week. Who do we like? Just a little bonus game. Oh, Air Force all day. Air Force plus three oh, at home all day. I l- I love the wishbone offense. Oof. There's Damn. a lot of chop blocks in that game. It should be all cheating. Bama is favored by 35 on the road against Arkansas. Mikey, you don't make money betting against Bama. You were proven wrong. I don't know if you guys touched on that last week. But a Texas little bit. Did, did cover. It was close, though. It was close. Is Alabama well, Arkansas by is 35 terrible. on the road? Or will they pull Tua when they're up 28 plus, plus Jalen? Fuck it up. They'll, they'll pull Tua when they're up 35-3, to three, and then they'll score, like, two more touchdowns and give up 
equivalent amount of touchdowns on defense, and they won't cover. How about last week when they were 49-point favorites and they scored 56 in the first half? Or forty, or they scored 49 in the first half? That was pretty solid. That's pretty good. It's like when you cover the over at halftime, it's always fun. Yeah, and then you're just betting with house money. Is there even, like, a? have you guys ever seen such a Heisman runaway ever? So far, not really. Teddy. Mm. They're not. No. Uh, Lamar. Yeah. yeah, Lamar. I mean, he. Six. I don't. So I wouldn't say he had it won, but I would say he was. He established himself as the favorite by about this time, and then just continued to build that gap. Um, I don't know. I think it's a closer run this year than we're making it out to be. Two is obviously a stud down in Bama, but I think Kyler Murray. Um, leading the Sooner offense is worthy of some consideration. I think Will Greer kind of fell off, especially uh, last week when um, Texas Tech almost came back on West Virginia after being down 25, I think it was. And then the offense just not being like productive whatsoever in the second half. But I think it's between the two guys, Kyler Murray and Tua at the moment. I don't know if we've touched on it on this podcast. How old is Will Greer? Twenty-two. Uh, Four. No, he's not that old. He's close. No, oh, I, I just looked up. He's twenty-three. Yeah. Okay. And he's got a. Doesn't he have a wife and a kid? Oh yeah, his wife looks pretty good too. Who's the? Uh... How is he twenty-three? Is it because he had to he... sit out for a year after getting kicked out of Florida? Or is he, he the got, Jesus guy? He got... Oh, a little bit of both. Um, he got suspended for steroids, and then he transferred. So that was like two years without playing. Yeah. Is he mm-hmm. trying to pull a Chris Winky? No, Chris Winky was like he was like twenty seven or something. <laughs> you know who else was that old when he was playing? Was uh, Brandon Whedon. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like how? Like do you just like? Go work construction for like five years, and then you're like, "Ah, shit! I should have gone to college. Might as well go now." <laughs> I guess I still have eligibility. I might as well go try. What are you doing? What? He's okay. hitting a water bong, making... I think. Yeah. I don't know. Stretching. Um, speaking of your Heisman question, uh, do you know who has the most votes all time for Heisman? Tim Tebow. Nope. Is it in one year or, or like throughout a career? Please one year, the year here. This will be your hint. Uh, you were talking about runaways. The, uh, he's been in, in in another famous chase in his lifetime. O.J. Simpson. That is correct. Yeah. Just get me on a trivia team. Yeah, should fifty years ago this year. The juice is loose. It was. Uh, does no one disagree with me on that with it, Kyler Murray and Tua? No, he has no chance. I agree. I mean, I, I, I don't think he has a chance either, but I don't know. Unless, I mean, someone would have to upset Bama, that's for sure. Which is possible. Definitely possible. Uh, I would say no. You say Oklahoma they go, has, you yes. say they go undefeated this year? Lot. Yeah, probably. Oklahoma has a much more likelihood to lose than uh, Alabama does. That statement I agree with. I'm not 
arguing. And a lot. I'm just saying, Bama, when they look unbeatable, will lose a game late in the SEC and then win the national championship. That's kind of like Saban's MO. Yeah, but at the same time, you just said it in that answer, in the SEC. Every loss in the SEC is like, like in basketball, when teams play like a ranked opponent the first week of the year, it's like, oh, they had a good loss. It almost gets treated as a win. So even if Alabama loses in the SEC, voters still are like, okay, they was against a really good team. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, I think Whereas Alabama the Big 12, is going to lose Big 12 a game has a this terrible year. like national record or national uh, recognition. True. So a loss in the Big 12 hurts like three times as more as a loss in the SEC. I feel like we're arguing two different things by using the same fact. It's true. I'm arguing that Bama will probably lose before going to the college football playoff. You're arguing that a loss would be more hurtful to Kyler Murray's campaign than Tua's campaign. And that's why I'm saying Tua is the runaway no-doubter because even if they lose – it's still fine because the loss doesn't get looked on poorly, whereas Kyler Murray has to win out, and I don't think they're going to win out. So once they lose, his shot gets cut in half. Okay. Agreed. And so Oklahoma has three games against ranked opponents left. they got Texas. They play Oklahoma State in November, and then they end the season with uh, our boy Will Greer. Nice. Uh, he play played good in his Heisman game last week. At West Virginia, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Alabama, on the other hand, I mean, they have two tough games as well. They got uh, LSU on the road and then Auburn at home. And then probably Georgia in the SEC championship game. Yep. Yeah, but votes are in by then. I know. I know, but you're correct. All right. Here's a question, a hypothetical question for you both. Do you think there's a chance that Saban doesn't like all the Tua hype and reins him in because he only likes game managers as quarterbacks in the Alabama system? He calls Greg McElroy and says, hey, Greg, I need you to uh, come play a couple games here. I don't like winning by 50. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking uh, A.J. McCarron. He said, hey, I haven't had a guy with a chest tat in a while. I need you back. AJ Doesn't he have – wait, who's the one with the sushi restaurant? A.J. McCarron. Is, is yeah. it him? Yeah. yeah. But A.J. Hold McCarron on. shocked we the world because he had the hottest girl ever in the stands. and She, she got more airtime than he did as a starting Brent Musburger Catherine. made her into an absolute legend. And Webb. yeah. She's still smoking, she's still cutting. Way. She's still cutting Brent royalty checks. Yeah, that and – okay shameless statement here. I do follow her on the Instagram and I think she's like six months pregnant and still wow. Very, very attractive lady. You know that AJ McCarron got trade. Yeah. He got traded to the Raiders and Brett Musburger does um, their radio broadcast. It's not a coincidence. Oh, I there know. Are no speak- speaking of the sushi restaurant, do you it's know the called, name of it? It's called Asian. <laughs> A-J-I-A-N. Asian sushi. How does, how does he land on that? It's, first of all, it's hysterical. Secondly, yeah. it might be one of the more racist names. 
And third, I bet his son, who's like three, came up with it. I'm reading the, uh, when they opened it, it was, the guy goes, it's a build your own sushi concept. We are taking advantage of the whole fast food, casual, build your own model that was started by Chipotle and Subway, and it blossomed into Mediterranean food and pizza. Sushi seems to be one of the few ven- venues it hasn't really hit its stride with yet. So we we thought, hey, why not jump on that front of that end of the front and get in with it? Okay, who's going to Tuscaloosa, Alabama for build your own sushi? Well, good point, but I'm reading here that one is covered in flaming hot Cheetos, and that is so Tuscaloosa that it hurts. So it probably is doing really well. Flaming they, hot they Cheetos, a, huh? They, they put a couple of those national title pictures on the wall. People be coming in for years. I'll tell you mm-hmm. what, though, they got uh, four point five stars on Google. That's not bad. That's better than our podcast. <laughs> yeah, what, what do we have? <laughs> I think we're five out of five, but like the only people that uh, rate us are like our parents. Uh, no, shout out, make, shout out, Matt Nicholson. Accounts. Matt Nicholson, does he look? Li- he listened to us. Yeah, he he uh, rated, unsubscribed, resubscribed, downloaded, and then rated again. Nice. That's what we need everyone to do. And then we also have to give a shout out to our sponsors, MB Sportsbook. DM us TB12 to our Instagram account at Let's Do It Live, and you will get fifty dollars of free play. I think we also get fifty dollars thrown our way, which helps, uh, especially with a losing record of twelve and eighteen for Andrew. I just give him all the free plays. Yeah, uh, and then big... I continue to lose. It just, you know, it's... kind of helps me with the uh, bottom line. You know, it's, I'm, it's, I'm it's helping you get it's helping you get through uh, grad school. So yeah, I yeah. just roll it into my federal loan. Thanks. <laughs> um, also, shout out to Keeps. I'm still working on signing that deal. I keep doing what you guys are doing. Uh, and if anyone has a hookup to a Hawaiian shirt company, please let us know. We will pay for the goddamn shirts and write Let's Do It Live on them with Sharpie at this point. We're really Did I win a free one last week? Did you? Didn't you say if they went – no, they had to go 4-0 in the morning. They went 3-1. and one. Damn. Mikey, I do have a question. No, I yes. called the 3-1. and one. So Yeah, I know. You told me I'd get a free shirt if they went 4-0. Yeah. So you had a you had a rough week a couple weeks ago. You owed your bookie large. Go to MGM, win thirty one thousand dollars. Do you how, how are you a tax planning professional? Do you, do you set aside the uh, that amount or do you just uh, roll it over? Yes, I pay taxes on your sports book. Shout out to the IRS. Yes, I pay you, taxes. You, you just you just rolled the dice. No, I pay the taxes on it. Well, obviously. Do, I'm saying, do you set it aside immediately or do you gamble? Oh, well, a lot of it, I've had it taken on this spot. Oh, really? Federally. But the stuff that I've got 1099 for, or not 1099, what is it? Uh, W2G. Yep, that's it. Yeah, they'll take it. Like 50-50, they took it on the spot. It just makes other, it uh, easier. That's nice. Yep. You don't even have yes. to think about it. It's true. Well, that ends up on a great note, just reminding everyone that if you want to be 
Mikey the Mush, all you have to do is win $31,000 in roulette on a Tuesday. Just make sure you guys pay taxes. Uh, big pay shout- taxes. We're good guys. We're we're big with the IRS, you know. We're shout out IRS. Citizens. We do endorse sports betting, but make make sure you pay your taxes. Hey, that it is legal according to the Supreme Court. We're shout not breaking out Supreme any Court. federal or state laws. We abide no, I, by all that, federal that was a dangerous, and state that laws. That was a dangerous shout out right now. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> no, I meant I meant in terms of the sports, oh, yeah. not the Kavanaugh trials that yeah, are going backtrack, on right now. Backtrack on your testimony. Hey, whatever. I don't remember anything. Okay. People, people don't. Yeah. Do you do you enjoy a beer, councilman? Do you enjoy no, a beer, do, senator? Sir, 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 sir. I, I I don't have a drinking problem, sir. Sir. Apparently, there needs to be more sirs. Resign, sir. Sir, sir, resign. sir. Please resign. Resign. Can you, ima- can you imagine if Keith Olbermann was asking the questions, sir? Judge Kavanaugh, sir. Do you like beer, sir? Please resign, sir. <laughs> Respectfully, of course, <laughs> sir. All right, I think we've gone off the rails yet again. We've overstayed our welcome. Yeah, the rabbit hole starting. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. The lights are Good on. Evening. But no one's home. All right. Yeah, it's an everyday scenario. All right. Thank you to our seven loyal listeners. Uh, this has been another edition of Let's Do It Live. Just a couple dudes being dudes. No rehearsal couple of dudes hammering the Patriots in the second half. Unfortunately, Ooh. the listeners are too late to the party. Hopefully, you listen soon. You have a great night. God bless. Oh, this isn't where I park my car.